Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, you're really going to like this video. I'm joined by Charlotte, who is a Zazzle expert, and she's sharing so many really valuable tips that are going to help you achieve success on Zazzle. So let's get right to it. Hey guys, thank you for joining me. Today I'm here with Charlotte and she hit a benchmark that I've never seen. So she's killing it on Zazzle. And uh, I'm extremely happy to have her here because I want to pick her brain about how we can all be more successful on Zazzle. That's where we're going to start anyways, but you've got some other cool stuff going on. So uh, I want to know all about it. Uh, Charlotte, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, so thank you for um, reaching out and like, yeah, I'm excited. I've been uploading to Zazzle for some time. I'm guilty of being lazy. You know, I use automation to upload to Zazzle. So maybe that's why they don't um, necessarily give me as many sales as I would like. But where can we start? Like, how how did you get started with Zazzle? And um, what was your journey like? Yeah, so I got started in 2020. Um, I was initially focusing on business supplies. So I did... um, it was really niche down. It was supplies for nail salons. Um, so that's where I started. Um, and I was making about $5 a month. Um, and then the pandemic hit, of course, um, a few months into that. So I fell off. And then in um, 2020, I started focusing again um, because I started seeing how much other people were making on there. So um the, the main thing that I realized initially on is that it was about quality over quantity. So that's the main difference with Zazzle versus other platforms is that um, other platforms like TeePublic, it's about how much you put on there. Um, but specifically with Zazzle, you have to really take the time to figure out what customers want, how they can customize it, and um, how it's trending. Got you. Okay. That makes a lot of sense then. That's why I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you say quality, can you give an example of maybe how much time you might spend making a design? And uh, if you have any like additional insights to share mm-hmm. with regards to how you might approach design with regards to the fact that Zazzle does let customers customize um, something. Yeah, so majority of Zazzle's customers are looking for something custom. Um, Zazzle is not a cheap platform. Um, the invitations cost a lot, and then they're going to slap on like $15 for shipping. So you have to think about your customer base and what exactly they're looking for, and they want things that they can't find on other platforms. Um, so specifically for um there, it's pretty much a range for wedding invitations, um, and that's like my cash cow. That's what I make most of my money on is wedding invitations. Nice. Most of the time I spend is on research for that. Um, the actual process doesn't take that long. So the um, but leading up to like a single invitation, I probably will spend at least like two hours just researching, um, and then I try to. I, I, I take some notes, but I like write it down. I'm just as I'm trending uh, or as I'm researching what's trending, just writing down, okay, like black is really trending, uh, black and white. Uh, people want to see script. They want to see, um, you know, certain text fonts. Or if you're doing like watercolor flowers, you have to figure out what text or what styles of fonts go with these watercolor flowers that people are looking for. So it's just taking notes. Um, And so for any invitation, I would spend like 
probably two to three hours like researching. Um, but then once you compile that information, um, you know, for your next black wedding invitation, where to go from there, basically. And then for children's invitations, they take the longest. Um, okay. I spend about between uh, roughly about an hour, sometimes more researching. And then the actual children's invitation can take up to like two hours because it's a lot of like playing back and forth, going between softwares. You have to figure out um, like for kids, people want like silly fonts. They want lots of little graphics on there. They want um, just lots of like for mermaids, they want sparkles, they want scales. And then the scales mm -hmm. normally have to be um, in specific colors. So you have to pay attention to what colors the scales are, um, if they are watercolor or if they're like hard lines. So it's there's just a lot of back and forth. And then once I'm actually in there, you have to figure out if it looks good or not, if it's like aesthetically pleasing or if it would fit in, like with somebody types in mermaid invitations, you have to figure out if yours will fit in well for that. And how to make your, and then still how to make it a little unique, so that way yours looks just a tiny bit better than the rest out there. Yeah, I love that. That kind of reminds me of like my the start of my journey, starting with Amazon FBA and kind of like not trying to pile in and be the fifteenth product that's the exact same, but maybe like reading other product reviews, seeing what customers mm -hmm. like, what they don't like, and seeing if your manufacturer can tinker and make it better. But I, that's awesome that you're like spending that much time on attention to detail and. Uh, my my mind is like, where do you get your graphics, your fonts? Like, are you a great mm -hmm. designer? Are they original? When for me, I'm thinking like, all right, I got to go find like a really good mermaid graphic, right? And then see if I can edit it to, you know, the specifications I want. Yeah. So um, that was the biggest lesson I learned. And that's what stopped me early on was that was just trying to figure out, okay, because I, I have a background in... Um, painting and drawing. And that hindered me early on just because I would say, hmm, I really want to make this myself. I don't have time to make this myself. I don't, I'm not, um, I, I try procreate. I'm not, I, I honestly, I don't have enough time to learn it. So um, what I started doing is just figuring out where I could buy these graphics. And of course, you have to make sure that you have the commercial license um, and reading all those details to make sure that you can use it. Um, so I initially started buying graphics on Etsy. There's a lot on there. And then I realized that um, they cost a lot on Etsy and they only will allow you to use it up to like 500 times. It depends on each designer has different licenses. Um, before they make you pay for a commercial license. So pretty much right now I use Creative Fabrica. Um, that's where most, and, and it's not gatekeeping or a secret because most people want to use Creative Fabrica. Yeah. So um, a lot of times you will see, you might see your graphic on someone else's invitation as well. And that's why it's important to make yours different. And that's also a good thing because if you look at the top sellers, they may have the same single design on there. So that means you may want to put that watercolor flower on there as well. Um, so that's what I use because they have the best deals and give the best licenses. Um, and just trying to figure out how it's, how it can be unique because I think that's where a lot of people fail on Zazzle is they try to create their own like watercolor flowers or their own patterns or things like that. But that's not really important. What's important is, how the names look on the invitation or if you're doing like 
t-shirt it's, it's just like there it's deeper than just putting a color on there and i think that's what's different than other platforms is it's not the actual graphics it's how you use them and how it makes your product unique for sure that's really valuable insights and uh definitely that's one of the things i always kind of struggle with too because sometimes i yeah like i'm like oh, yeah, i'll just be lazy and kind of see what what's working and maybe kind of not necessarily even clone, but like go with something similar enough and then see if I can like yeah. out, outwork them with maybe keywords or like SEO optimization. And yeah, and exactly. See. Yeah. It's um, like a fine I was line. You, yeah. Like what, mm -hmm. do you have any tips for SEO in, in that regard? Like with getting, you know, your products in front of more people on Zazzle or do you keep it simple? Like mermaid themed invitation or something? Yeah. So with Zazzle, um, the amazing thing is that it is like self-sufficient. Um, Zazzle has its own customer base. They make billions of dollars every year. Um, that trickles down to creators. So um, the best thing that you can do within the platform, um, Zazzle gives you up to 10 tags per design. Um, so you can put, uh, for a mermaid, I would do like mermaid. Uh, it depends. You would do mermaid, you would do glitter, sparkle, and how I find those key tags, I basically um, pull up another window, I search, and I always do them private, that way your, your own cookies, because sometimes your own designs will literally pop up on Zazzle, and you don't want to see your own designs, mm -hmm. um, unless you're looking for that. So I'll pull up a private window, and I'll search mermaid invitations, or I will search birthday invitations, and literally um, kind of mark my way down. So there's a few different ways to find things on Zazzle. So you can type in birthday invitations and then it'll search like boy, girl, and then you can do by age. And so I kind of try to do it that way as well. There's two different ways you can search. Um, so if you like niche down and you keep clicking category, 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 because that's what most customers do if they don't mm -hmm. know their theme that they want for their kid. And then up at the top, there's always keywords that you can click, that the customer can click. So I use those. And a lot of times they will say um, colors, they will say themes, they will say age groups. It'll say 789, uh, 9, 10, 11, or 50, 60, 70, which is like the years that adults will be searching. So I try to do that. And then I also do some long tail keywords, not a whole lot. I would do like wedding welcome sign because people would be searching for that. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's a lot that people, because Zazzle kind of puts them together. So like you would, they would put together elegant wedding welcome sign. So you just need elegant and wedding welcome sign, or you can do them all together. Gotcha. I try to do a combination. I also pull up um, other popular invitations and then you just that's amazing about dazzle is you can scroll down and see what their tags are and use some of their tags sometimes their tags are not that well um and you can see so and then um zazzle will also show you which ones are hyperlinked which ones are not um so you can see like elegant maybe hyperlinked uh, but certain things like spooktacular for that's so you need a, both like spooktacular is important right now because that's popular but it may not be as popular on Zazzle, okay. enough to be hyperlinked. So gotcha, gotcha. that's kind of where it's just important to tags and making sure that those tags are also in the the description as well. Okay, cool repetition there. And when you see something not like being utilized heavily enough to to be hyperlinked, mm -hmm. uh, does that kind of? But you know it's trending. Does that is that kind of like oh hey like this is maybe an opportunity you know because I feel like it's it's 
it's being searched by customers, but maybe not that many sellers have tagged enough times with it. Right. So it may mean like, for example, right now, a little boo is really popular for birthday invitations. Um, I try to do both. Like some people only do hyperlinked um, key tags, but I try to do both because if people are searching for a little boo, then you need that in there. Uh, versus Zazzle may only have Halloween because that's gotcha. what's the bigger picture. So I try to do both. That's really valuable. Um, I'm definitely feeling guilty now of like not spending enough time learning Zazzle, but it's like every day I'll run my like little uploader and just be like pushing new stuff to Zazzle, but so little, little sales. Yeah. I'm definitely not optimized for it. So um, it's now I'm like, damn, I got to go back. over quantity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, 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 and I'm like pushing like scaled out designs. So <laughs> I'm doing like the opposite of that. But, um, <laughs> but I, I wanted to know some, uh, some, I wanted to know a little bit about the other stuff that you've got going on because you, you have uh, other passive income streams. But before we kind of like shift over to some of the other stuff, like maybe how you got your start with like crafting and transitioned, mm -hmm. um, do you want to like let anybody else or let anybody know anything else about Zazzle? Yes. So um, I think the biggest thing um, other than quality over quantity, it's just a lot of research and just figuring out what's trending um, and like kind of getting out of your own head a little bit. With Zazzle, it's more about what the customer wants. So like sometimes we think stuff is like tacky and it's like you kind of got to get over that because that's what brides want right now. <laughs> so that's the biggest thing is like not thinking that you know better than what brides want right now. Got you, got you. And actually, I had one last question. Like mm -hmm. anything, are, are there any other like um, secondary product styles or types that you might recommend that are doing, you know, well for you? Yeah. So um, I would recommend focusing on one thing. Zazzle is one of the platforms that um, offers so many different things. Um, uh, lots of people do business cards and they are really popular. I think that is the main thing that sells on Zazzle. Um, I haven't been, I have some that sell, but not a lot, but also because I haven't focused on it. But I think um, invitations are like the best thing because you can get like one royalty, you'll get like 20, 30, 40, 50 versus a business card. You'll only get a dollar royalty. So um, I think that's the best thing is like, and favors, wedding favors. Mm. People will sometimes only do invitations and forget about the entire collection, um, which brings me to another part of marketing with Zazzle is collections are very important. Okay, great. So collections are good. Um, damn, I had a question I wanted to ask you, but now I'm like forgetting what it was. Oh, <laughs> ah, I just had it. Um, oh, no, I just wanted to also ask you, like, what do you think the, the people in the diamond tier are doing? You said that they had sold at least half a million dollars or made half a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any insights, like any guesses, like how you can get how people got to that level of success with Zazzle other than probably being early to the platform, if I had to also yeah. venture a guess. Um, so definitely early to the platform, but there's some people who've been on the platform who are still only at silver, which is like 25,000. So, um, I think the diamond, I think they're really researching what's popular and they're being, and they're just working on being ahead of trends. So that's really important with Zazzle is it's like, um, you have to figure out what's trending for 2023 with weddings in 2024. So that way, if you're that first, um, if you're that first design on there, that's popular, 
yours is always going to be that initial first one on that top page because you were able to figure out that trend before everyone else did it. So I think that's where um, the diamond people really succeed is that they just figure out what's trending first. So that's why it's like, it's just research, 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 and just gotcha. watching like YouTube videos. People do a lot of, um, what I like to watch are influencers. So they will pull up like wedding invitations and be like, this is where I'm getting mine from. Um, these are the ones I don't like. These are the ones I do like that kind of stuff. Because if we're watching it, other people are watching it too, which means other people are going to go buy those styles or not like those styles. So it's just like being ahead of the trend. Got you. Yeah. And which is of course easier said than done, but I appreciate yes. you giving some <laughs> examples of how you're, you're out there like trying to do that. So that's really valuable. Thank you. Um, and then anything else, like I, I want to know, I, I looked at your, um, I was at your Instagram then I found my way over to your flow page and I'm like, oh, you've got quite a bit going on, including a really successful TikTok account, which, uh, congratulations there too. Thank That's you. awesome. Like anything else you want to share with us about like just your passive income ventures or anything like that, the crafting side of it. Yeah. So, um, the crafting side, I just do pretty much for a hobby now because, um, and that kind of ties into what I do with Zazzle. So it's just like, you have to, because when you're dealing with um, so much trending stuff, as an artist, you still have to figure out um, ways to do things creatively because that will push you on the trending side. And sometimes it gets a little boring. So that's why I do crafting a lot um, because sometimes things that I will do will motivate me on the Zazzle part or I'll get like inspiration from doing um, and it goes hand in hand. So like if you see um, it's you can take one and go to the other, because if you see that like black and white, um, which is kind of fading out right now. So like, for example, um, with home decor, like the marigold, the mustard, um, the jewel tones are really popular right now. You know that you can take those. I know that I can physically make those crafts and you know that you can also take those colors and make them designs on this as a platform, you know, that they're selling. Um, if they're selling in like TJ Maxx, or if you're making them, if you stroll through Michael's and Joann's, you know that you can um, sell it on Zazzle as well. Very cool. Yeah. This is stuff that like my girlfriend will be like talking to me about and I'll, it'll just kind of like in one ear and out the other. I'm like, all right, you're the expert on that stuff. I just, yeah. it doesn't register with my mind sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So it, it like goes hand in hand. It's just trying to figure out how to make like your crafting digital. Um, so I got popular on Dazzle from showing, I'm not, sorry, not on Dazzle, on TikTok, from showing people how to use their Cricut. Um, so I initially started out like making t-shirts. Um, I was making masks for nail salons and that's what I was selling on Etsy. Um, and then I was like up all night making crafts, things like that. So I was like, I need to find an easier way to do this or a way to make money online. So that's when I started, um, on the influencer side. Um, so yeah, I have 66,000 followers. I started that in 2020 and I just yeah, show people awesome. how to use their cricket um, because it's fun. That's yeah, and that's great. So I'm definitely going to, I'll plug that in the uh, description as well as a uh, link to where everybody can like kind of follow you and keep up with what you got going on your, your Instagram, TikTok. If you launch yeah. a YouTube, you, you launched the Patreon too, by the way. Um, so got to yes. plug that one real quick. Do you want to talk yes, about that just for a second? Yep, you can find my Patreon um, on my Philip page. And I just started that a few months ago. And I'm just going to be 
posting exclusively with Zazzle. So I talk about Zazzle a lot, but um, like that's why I love your platform, Ryan, is because people are actually interested in print on demand. So I just want to build a community on Patreon that people are actually interested in um, where we can talk. I can talk about specific advice like I can give um, just really, really specific advice to people who kind of know what they're talking about on Zazzle because you do have to be on the platform a little bit in order to understand some of the like language that I'm talking about. Or So it's, it's, it's just help for Zazzle and like specific, I'm going to share my specific um, tips, how I've made my money so far and just how to find stuff that's trending and what works and what doesn't. Cause it's been a lot of trial and error. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And like, I think even maybe if you made a resource of like for, for beginners, I think a lot of people watching maybe know what Zazzle is, but haven't started. Um, yeah. So guys, I mean, I would check out the Patreon though, for sure. Cause you're going to get so much value from somebody that's like killing it on, on Zazzle. So um, to me, Thank I think you. that's a great idea. And uh, it's, it's one of those things that it's like easily overlooked or at least I'm speaking firsthand experience. Like I've overlooked Zazzle. I'm guilty of that. So learning from an expert, fast tracking your way to success, especially right now, like we're in October, you know, the sales yeah. are really going to pick up November, December. So yep. it's a great time to get like invested in a, a new platform. Yes. People are already buying like Christmas stuff. So it's picking up. This is a great time to just um, pick up on it because um, there's a lot of money to be made on Zazzle. And I wish like more people were uh, like positive about it because that, that's a big part of it is like being positive and knowing that it's possible. So that's like half the battle. If you like believe in yourself, all that. And I'm really big into manifesting. But if you believe that it's possible, you def like the other steps just fall into place. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I used to not understand it. But then I started like actually implementing that same like kind of system in my life. And I, I yeah. saw it the same way. Somebody says, ask, believe, receive that I see on TV. And I'm like, I like that. Ask, believe, receive. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I never heard that before. But that's yeah, so it worked true. for her. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, okay. so it's been great, uh, Charlotte. Thank you again for being here. Um, I'll put thank your you. your information in the description, and you know, you showed everybody that hey, you can achieve like notable success on Zazzle, mm -hmm. some numbers that are significant. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm.